0: You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 46. Hey there impact drivers, welcome back to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and today we are diving into what I call the PMO pivot, and why this coronavirus pandemic is the catalyst needed for PMOs to make a big shift right now and fully embrace their calling as the impact engine for organizations. No matter where you sit right now, in your organization, whether your PMO is completely secure at the strategy table, or you're really still struggling to get your leader's attention, this episode's gonna help you figure out how to fully embrace the chaos we're dealing with right now, and position your PMO through a little bit of shifting to get and keep that coveted seat at the leadership table, helping your organization thrive not just during this chaotic time but once we move beyond all of the chaos before we dive in i wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the pmo strategies impact inner circle our brand new membership program for all of you impact drivers out there that are looking to up level your skills boost your career opportunities and really make a bigger impact in your organization whether you are running projects or agile initiatives, or of course, PMOs. So definitely go check out Strategies.com forward slash membership to learn all about the resources that we've put together for you from training and assessments to templates and a project management framework, everything you need to make a big impact in your organization right now and well beyond these chaotic times when we hit our new normal. Go check it out at pmostrategies.com forward slash membership. And for a limited time, just a little bit longer, I'm going to be creating custom training plans for everybody that signs up. Me personally, I am going to evaluate your skills and your experience, and you're going to answer some questions for me. And then I'm creating a custom learning and career development plan for you based on all the fantastic resources we have inside the community, which by the way, are hundreds of resources. So what are you waiting for? Head over to pmostrategies.com forward slash membership and check it out now. Okay, let's dive in to coronavirus, a catalyst for the PMO pivot. So here we are finding ourselves in a time of total chaos and crisis. During the month of April, I did weekly free training sessions, which you can still go check out if you'd like at PMOstrategies.com forward slash free training. And in that series, I answered a lot of questions people had about what the PMO should be doing, what they should be doing with their portfolio, what we should be doing around projects, how to support our teams and stay connected during all this chaos. And it was really interesting to see where everybody was kind of sitting from a stress level and from how much chaos people were actually experiencing in their organizations and in their teams. And we had everything from cool as a cucumber to totally chaotic. So as you listen to today's episode, I'm going to do my best to address where you might be, which could be anywhere on that spectrum. And it really doesn't matter where you personally are on that spectrum or even where your organization is. Because on a global scale, every organization has to address what's going on, whether it's accelerating projects or having to make budget cuts because projects aren't going to happen now, or shifting the focus because the market is shifting and the demands and the customer needs are shifting. Or frankly, it could be as simple as People that are needing to work from home instead of being in the office or having illnesses that they're dealing with personally or family members they're having to take care of, and that simply slowing down the progress that people are making on the projects that they had on their plate. Or some essential workers in government organizations and the like are finding that it's just super difficult even to get to work to perform those essential functions. So we're all feeling some kind of an impact, whether it's a huge impact or a small impact depends on the business that you're in and how prepared your organization and you were for this uncertainty and chaos that we're dealing with today. So keep in mind, I'm going to do my best to address all aspects of this, but no matter where you sit on that scale, there is some goodness in what I have here that you can take and apply right now for your PMO and your programs to make what I believe are necessary pivots to not just maintain relevance with your PMO, but really make sure you're focused on exactly what your business leaders need and how you can use this as an opportunity for your PMO to drive more organizational agility in your organization now during chaos and well beyond. So where are we today? We are in the middle of a crisis and many business leaders will underestimate the role a PMO can play in driving just-in-time business solutions that are critical when companies need to respond and adapt to increasingly uncertain market conditions like we're dealing with right now. And the role of the PMO, I believe, is now more than ever a crucial function that is very well positioned to arm business leaders with the information and the resources to guide the going forward strategy that must be defined as quickly as the environment is shifting around us right now. Now, in many organizations, PMO leaders have found themselves in a reactionary state, trying to respond to ad hoc questions as they come in from business leaders who are scrambling, trying to figure out what decisions need to be made and how to make those decisions quickly without complete information. And other PMO leaders are being completely left out of the conversation by those business leaders because they're not really clear on the best way to properly engage a PMO to help drive this decision-making process. And in times of crisis, as well as during business as usual, because we will get to a new normal and we don't know exactly when, but we will get there and we need to be prepared. I believe PMO leaders have an opportunity to engage their organizations by bringing valuable insight to the table during this inevitable fast-paced decision-making process that's taking place in most organizations today, but will likely continue to take place in organizations in the future. So what we're going to dive into today is how we can arm the PMO and business leaders with a fresh approach to leveraging the power of the PMO to solve their immediate and long-term business problems that are facing organizations. I mean, let's get real. Before all of this chaos, so many of you already felt like things were pretty chaotic, right? And you already felt like it was a fast paced decision making process taking place. So in one sense, we already know how to do this, right? We already know how to manage the chaos. We are the cat herders after all. And many of us are the herders of the cat herders. So we're the ones that know how to bring everybody together and make sense out of the chaos and put structure and process around the chaos in order to keep everyone moving forward. So keep that in mind as we talk through some of the things that I'm going to recommend you do, because it's fully within your capability and you are fully prepared to do this work because this is what we do well. It's a matter of making some pivots that we need to make as PMO leaders and in our PMOs, so that we can fully embrace the opportunity in front of us. So let's talk a little bit about VUCA. You know what VUCA is, right? It is an acronym for volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And prior to the coronavirus pandemic, there were a plethora of articles and webinars and resources and even some books stressing the importance of adapting our organizational management style and the way we manage our organizations in the face of VUCA, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And some organizations really heeded that warning to shift and prepare for an even more unstable environment. And they were, I would say, more on the cool as a cucumber side of the scale right now because they had a lot of things in place that helped prepare them for making pivots, making shifts quickly. And at the same time, this new, what I call VUCA reality shows that many organizations were not as prepared as they would have hoped to be when a real crisis strikes. So what's interesting though, is that often a much needed catalyst for change or a catalyst to make a pivot comes from our organizational system being shocked by an unexpected outside force, such as a disaster or a major market shift or a competitor taking over space that we've lived in and worked in, or a global pandemic like we're dealing with now. So our current environment has given many organizations that necessary kick in the pants, if you will, or a nicer way to say it, catalyst for change, to let go of the typical standard way of defining strategy and going through that annual project investment portfolio process, allowing them to embrace the opportunity of a more nimble and flexible way of identifying and managing shifting priorities quickly. You've got to be where the need is. And I know that if you've been listening to this podcast, or if you're a part of one of my PMO programs, I am always talking about being able to shift as the needs of the business shift and preparing your organization and yourself and your PMO to do just that. Now that VUCA reality is what everyone is facing and why I am sharing this call to action for PMO leaders to make the necessary pivots so that they can be positioned, not just at the strategy table, but driving organizational agility and preparedness for this continued state of VUCA we are all going to experience from now going forward. So today's business leaders find themselves needing to hit the reset button on the investment decisions that they just made maybe even a few months ago and revisit their strategy and their growth goals to respond to this rapidly changing environment that we're dealing with right now. And they're having to do that often with incomplete information. And so this has created an urgent need, if you will, for real-time information to drive action and decisions that is frankly going to have a lasting impact in their organization. The business decisions they make today could make or break many organizations. So it's crucial that they have access to the information they need to make those decisions. Anybody know a part of the company that Happens to have all of the data about investment decisions? Hmm. So I like to think of it as this trifecta of a rapidly changing environment, a demand for real time data, and now a requirement for just in time decision making creates an opportunity for PMOs to take a seat at that table and lead organizations towards this brighter future and our new normal. The opportunity is right in front of us. So all of you PMO leaders listening, let's talk about how you can really embrace that opportunity. Okay, so for many PMOs, you're already well positioned to support this new normal because you hold the keys to the information necessary to drive this educated and informed decision making process across the entire investment portfolio. You have the data in the form of the project information and the project details and the status of that information and status of the projects, the status of the people, the resource allocations, the way the projects are progressing towards their goals, whether or not they're going to meet the outcome or return on investment. A lot of that information is already in your hands or information that you can get to help inform that decision-making. So to drive these decisions, PMOs need to create a stronger alignment from the projects that they're managing to the strategy that was defined before and then prepare to shift as that strategy shifts. And also you need to be laser focused on the outcomes that each of those initiatives must achieve to live up to the expectations of the business leaders, even if those expectations are evolving. So we'll talk more about what you can do around that in a minute. And the ability for PMOs to leverage this opportunity is going to be largely dependent upon your ability to embrace a much more agile approach to gathering, processing, and reporting on this critical information your business leaders need and finding new ways to accelerate project performance and throughput. In fact, I think that PMOs that thrive in this new normal are going to be able to shift as quickly as the needs of the organization are shifting around them. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about a two-pronged approach. You've gotta be able to gather, process, and report on the information faster. So no more it takes three weeks to put together one report that 18 people review and on and on. It's gotta be real-time information. And for some of you, that means that you need to put tools in place. For others, it means you need to get people to stop putting the real information on their plans that are on their desktop. There's a lot of ways you're going to need to approach that. But the outcome you need to achieve is to be able to get real-time information in front of decision makers at all times. The other is going to be, how can you accelerate getting to the expected outcomes for projects? And that's going to take a whole new look, a pivot, if you will, at how you help support the project delivery process. So what might that look like? First, I think it's going to be about letting go of the past. So in order for you to embrace this opportunity, you're going to need to let go of the concept of continuous improvement and embrace a mindset of continuous evolution. Now, why do I say that? There's tons of information out there. In fact, I saw tons of it when I went as a speaker to the PMI-PMO Symposium in 2019. Great content there, great event if you can go. And when I was there speaking, I also attended a lot of other sessions and I heard a lot of people talking about continuous improvement. And I think that that concept of continued improvement suggests a more steady level of progress along a clearly defined path. However, the ultra VUCA environment that we're dealing with today, I believe demands that PMOs shift and nimbly respond to requests at a moment's notice. So for all of you PMO leaders, this means that you might need to think about how you abandon that current path of incremental improvement and move towards a state of more continued evolution to meet the needs that are coming, the demands that your business leaders have. And if you want to be their trusted advisor and problem solver during this chaos, you're going to have to be able to shift fast. That could look like maybe backing off on the number of templates you require or making the process to engage the PMO simpler or maybe seeing instead of how many process steps we can add, where can we streamline and optimize? Is that step in the process absolutely driving the outcomes or not? So you're going to be looking for ways to make the entire engagement process and the project delivery process laser-focused on the outcomes that need to be achieved, and maybe we relax on some of those outputs. Now, I'm not sure exactly what that looks like for you, but if that means you don't require a certain template because it really isn't providing value during this chaotic time, great. And the lot of questions that I got when I addressed some of this in a webinar recently were related to, well, then how do I get them to go back to using that template later? And my question is, why would you go back? Why would you, again, enforce a step in the process or a template or a resource that you really actually didn't need? Because it didn't actually affect the outcomes of the decisions, right? And again, we're focused on achieving the outcomes and getting that return on investment and accelerating delivery. Do you really need that template? So that's the question I want you asking yourself as you think about where you could possibly let go of what you used to do or that continuous improvement kind of mindset and shift to one that's more about meeting the business needs in the urgent moment because our new normal probably doesn't look like going back to the way we used to do things. So we let go of the past. We let go of the continuous improvement mindset And we shift much more to being focused on acceleration and streamlining so that we can thrive in a VUCA world. It's going to continue to get more and more VUCA. So we've got to make sure that we're ready for it and that people look to the PMO as a problem solver, a business outcome focused organization, as opposed to a slogging along continuous incremental improvement kind of a function. They want us to be a lean, mean machine, an impact engine, if you will. And that's what I'm hoping you'll take away from this. So I know the thought of letting go of that trusted path of consistency and structure might be daunting for some PMO leaders. However, this shift is not as challenging as I think it might first appear. It's really about being willing to bend and have a more fluid approach to responding to new requirements and requests sensing and proactively responding to the needs of the business in real time. And maybe we have to let go a little bit of outdated and more rigid ways of working that are really holding us back because our business leaders will begin to rely on PMOs more readily to support their overall strategy and goals if we do this. And ultimately, that's what we want, right? We want our PMO to be the solution. We want our PMO to be that function that's helping to drive the organization's achievement, accomplishment of these business goals. And we absolutely can be, and we absolutely should be. And many of you listening are, and I hope you are vigorously nodding your head when you hear all this, because if you are, it's very likely that you've already started doing some of these things. And I am not for a second suggesting that everybody listening is running a PMO that's process heavy and full of templates and structure. But I will tell you a lot of questions that I got over the last month or so when talking about these shifts and these pivots that I think need to be made, I got a lot of questions about, well, what happens when we go back to our old way of doing things? So I just wanna make it super clear that I don't think you do go back. And please don't take this as a recommendation to throw out all process. I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting a pivot and focusing most importantly on the outcomes you want to achieve and making sure that your outputs you create are enablers of achieving those outcomes. That's the goal, enabling those outcomes as opposed to, in some cases, adding unnecessary steps to the process that are simply slowing down, achieving those outcomes, not in all cases, but I'm just asking you to do a little bit of assessment work and look at the health of your PMO. Look at how you're getting engagement. Now look at the ways that you help support the project life cycle and achieving those outcomes and measuring that return on investment. And If you see places that you could be better, and we all have places we can improve, if you see those places, my call to action for you is to embrace the opportunity to pivot to serve your organization even better. That's all. Now, when you think about this, I want you thinking about the health of your PMO and how this is actually going to make your PMO healthier. What I'm talking about is a flexibility, a bending, if you will. So imagine the branch of a tree. If that tree is healthy and well-maintained, when you grab a branch and bend it, what happens? It bends with you. In fact, even if you apply really big force and pull on it really hard, when that tree is properly fed and hydrated and healthy overall, it bends with your force. However, imagine if that same tree were not properly cared for, not well-maintained, wasn't receiving as much water as it should, it would actually easily break even with light force if you pull on one of those branches. So this is what we need to do with our PMO and our portfolios. We just need to give them the proper care and feed them in order to achieve our more nimble and flexible state. So the goal for the PMO is to engage stakeholders and business leaders in the organization in a different way than maybe we have done historically. Instead of asking how you can serve or expecting your business leaders to come around to the PMO's way of thinking, I truly believe that PMO's and the PMO leaders that will thrive in this chaos and in the future in our increasingly VUCA world are the ones that are going to be making it their business to understand the goals of the business and learn how to serve in a more meaningful way. So... They're going to be working with stakeholders to proactively respond to the business and market shifts that demand a fresh approach and perspective. The invitation to sit at the table in these conversations is going to be wholly dependent upon our PMOs being able to provide new approaches to solving business problems while moving away from our standard process intensive nature of many PMO solutions of the past. That is how the PMO becomes what I call a strategic business partner, a strategy navigator. And that is how the PMO drives organizational agility for the entire organization. Because the things that I'm suggesting you do for your PMO are the very same things that once you master them are going to be many of the keys and secrets to you being able to drive organizational agility for the entire organization. You will need to find ways to help the organization pivot, to help the organization let go of processes in the past that maybe aren't serving them anymore, to streamline and optimize. Everything I'm talking about here, PMO leader, is why I call you an impact driver, because you are a business leader that will be able to use this as an opportunity to drive huge impact in your organization. Now, another way that this can all play out, and one thing that I think to keep in mind as I talk about agility, When I talk about agility, I'm talking about little A Agile, not big A formal Agile. With that said, take a minute if you haven't to read the Agile Manifesto because it shares a value system that embraces an uncertain world by its very nature, offering all of us as PMO leaders insight into a way that we can shift towards a more nimble operating model while not completely abandoning solutions that you've spent years developing. And that's the key here. I'm not suggesting that you throw all your templates out and don't follow any process. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm suggesting we pivot and favor agility and flexibility and being nimble and responsive and real time over that way that we've done things in the past maybe. The key for you is knowing when and how to apply the solutions that you have in your toolbox and figure out which solutions you need to add, ensuring that your energy leans towards a more collaborative and change ready culture and approach. So think of it this way, by loosening the grip on processes and tools and extensive documentation and adherence to a plan allows PMOs to put people and collaboration first, focus on outcomes over outputs, and respond to changes in a more outcome-focused manner. That's what I'm trying to get at here. So you can embrace little A Agile, big A Agile, a combination of both. It doesn't matter as long as you're putting the right emphasis on those outcomes you want to achieve and maybe loosening our grip on some of those structures we've put in place in the past that may not be serving us now. Again, you're going to have to do your own assessment The purpose of this episode is to give you some things to think about so that you can take a critical look at what you have and how you're serving and find some ways that you can pivot your PMO to be ultra ready to support your organization. Because my goal for you is that the PMO takes on the role that I call the strategy navigator. And The way that we can do that, the way that the PMO can secure that seat at the strategy table and drive organizational agility for the enterprise now and in the future is embracing this role of strategy navigator. So I like to think of the PMO as like this central puzzle piece, enabling strategy delivery for an organization by connecting vision and strategy to the planning and delivery processes that we absolutely need to manage and lead. But our goal is to make that vision a reality by putting all of those pieces together. So here's a few things you can do practically to help along this journey and kind of center yourself as the strategy navigator for the organization. One, create a 360 degree alignment. You can do this by enabling this outcome focused workforce, I like to call it, by ensuring that all the projects are connected to the strategy of the organization. And that it's evident and reinforced in conversations at every level of the organization. So it's not just about saying, okay, here's the projects and they're connected to these strategic goals. It's shifting the way people think and talk about their role in that strategy in every conversation. So every team member at every level in the organization that is connected to one of these projects that's driving towards this strategic outcome understands how they're connected to it so you want a 360 degree perspective of alignment with that overall strategy and as the needs of the organization shift and as the strategy shifts or the ways that you need to get to that strategy shift if it's clear how they're connected if people are connected to those outcomes it will be easier to move them towards those other shifts because they understand how they fit into the larger organizational goals. I also think that another thing that you wanna be thinking about is elevating the perspective. So when we as PMO leaders loosen the grip on the minutia of the individual projects, it gives us space and an opportunity to shift our sights as a PMO towards a bigger picture, a holistic picture of the portfolio and bring to light questions that need to be answered if we're going to accelerate the delivery on those most critical objectives. So if we're so heads down focused on the projects and the details and the minutia of those projects, there just isn't enough time or energy to also focus on that bigger picture and help drive the right decisions and be proactively thinking about ways that not only you can support the needs that are shifting, but providing proactively the information that business leaders are gonna need for making those decisions or making those shifts. So. It's not that we're completely forgetting about the project details. It's more of a shift upward so that you can see the forest while still remembering to water the trees. Does that make sense? We talk about forest and trees a lot, and I'm not saying that you let go of the trees. you still got to take care of them. But if you elevate your perspective, you're able to see the whole forest, see that big picture and still able to water the trees still feed them to make sure those projects are healthy but elevate our picture so we see that whole forest and then can provide that more business focused perspective and big picture perspective to our business leaders and with our 360 degree alignment to everyone else in the organization as well it just changes the way your pmo functions it's an opportunity to pivot now When these things are shifting so much, the third thing I want you thinking about is how you and your PMO and your team can increase organizational change management capacity. If you've heard anything that I've ever taught and tons of content on the podcast about this and in our membership and our training programs and the Impact Engine PMO, you will see a huge thread of organizational change management through everything I teach. Because I believe that bringing people with you through the change process is the only way you will be successful with any change you are leading or a part of. So I think we have an incredible opportunity here as PMO leaders to cultivate a more change empowered culture that's going to thrive in this rapidly changing environment where no one is going to have all the answers necessary to make the decisions. And we're going to have to make some decisions with incomplete information and faster than we'd ever had to make those decisions before it's about proactively driving forward with the information available towards a not always certain future now if you're going to be doing that that means you've got to be prepared to bring all of the people in the organization with you through that change process remember you got them all aligned when you created that 360 degree alignment you got them all thinking about the forest and not just the trees And now as things are shifting, the PMO can play a crucial role in making sure that everyone knows how they fit in to the changes happening and why things are shifting and how they're shifting and how they play a role in achieving the new goals and the new focus. Not everyone's going to have the answers. And I know as PMO leaders and project managers, we love to have all the answers, but don't forget We are also the people that know how to take something that is very nebulous and turn it into a fully delivered product or solution or outcome. That's our special skill. So we can absolutely lead this because we of all people know how to embrace uncertainty and embrace change and lead it through. It's about knowing how you can bring people with you through the change process and helping others understand how to do that as well. Your business leaders might need some help from you in this because they may not know exactly how to bring everyone through the change process. But one quick tip on that is around communication, which I'll talk to you more about in just a second. The fourth step here in ways that the PMO can become a strategy navigator during these chaotic times and beyond is really around enabling this just-in-time decision-making process that I've been talking about. You want to streamline your methods for gathering, processing, and communicating information about the portfolio of investments and ensure that everyone has the information they need to make those educated and informed decisions quickly. That's really about streamlining our portfolio, streamlining our reporting process, streamlining how we gather and process the information, making sure that everybody knows what they need to know to drive decisions and action. So with that bigger picture four pieces, 360 degree alignment, elevating the perspective, increasing organizational change management capacity and enabling just-in-time decision-making, what are some things you can do right now, today, practically to apply some of that? I think there's countless ways that a PMO can proactively address these changes and needs of a shifting business and really embracing this strategic business partner or strategy navigator role in the organization and guide your business leaders along that journey, while providing immediate solutions that will address the most pressing pain points of the organizations that many of us are in right now. Your goal is to find the most crucial opportunities that your business leaders are likely to adopt that can answer the pressing questions that they have right now to keep your company, your organization moving forward in the moment. Then. You'll master this when you can figure out how to continually evolve to meet their needs as their needs continue to evolve. See where that puts you as a PMO leader? You're a constant source of information and guidance, a trusted advisor at the ready as your critical business decisions in your organization need to be made in real time. So here's some things you can do right now. And I'm going to run through these quickly because I covered a lot of this in episode 40, which you can get to by going to pmostrategies.com forward slash 040, or just going to number 40 on your podcast player, where I'm hoping you're subscribed. So you see all the episodes, make sure you hit subscribe. If you haven't also, I covered some of this in episode 43, when I did a Q&A around the project leadership during coronavirus webinar, where I did some training. Uh, one of those free training episodes I talked about, I share that on episode 43. So some of these tips are in there. So I'm going to go through them pretty quickly to give you some things to noodle over and think about a little bit. And then you can also check out those other episodes for more ideas and a little bit of a deeper dive on some of these concepts. But things you can do right now include anticipating the needs of your business leaders that must react in the face of this change and start gathering the necessary data that is going to facilitate that decision-making process. Prepare for what-if scenarios that are most relevant to the current environment and offer solutions that are going to minimize the negative impacts of any shifts or business decisions that need to be made like What happens if we pull the resources off this project and put them over here? Can we double the work effort and therefore half the time on a project? By the way, we know amongst all of us that that rarely is the case, but you've got to prepare the what-if scenario so when they ask those questions they're likely to ask, you can tell them what the reality actually looks like because if you don't have that information there and available to them, guess what's gonna happen? They're going to make those decisions making assumptions that are probably not accurate and then blame the project manager or PMO leader when it didn't work out as they expected. You've got to manage their expectations and preparing and anticipating the needs and preparing what-if scenarios and things like that can help make sure that you've got the right information in front of them to make decisions. They need to know the outcomes and the impacts of the decisions that they're making. And part of that third idea is to guide the leadership team through an assessment and prioritization of the project portfolio based on market shifts or other information telling you and your business leaders where you need to move or pivot your organization. I also think it's important to put streamlined process in place or remove steps from the process to make it more streamlined to enable a faster shutdown or pause of projects that are not currently relevant and are distracting from staying laser focused on the really important high priority things that need to happen right now. And that allows for reallocation of resources immediately to more pressing initiatives while maybe packaging up and putting a pretty bow on the other projects that are not necessarily the highest priority right now. And we talked about building organizational change management capacity within the organization. You can do this through training and coaching and guidance so that those rapid shifts that are taking place that you're facilitating happen with less or no resistance. And I have a whole episode, episode number 42, pmostrategies.com forward slash 042, or you can just grab 42 on your podcast player, all about people not being resistant to change. So definitely go check that out for some really practical things you can do right now to help build organizational change management capacity in your organization. And then the last thing I want to mention here, remember when I was talking about streamlining and optimizing the communication process and how important communication was going to be during the change management process and keeping everyone aligned with the 360 degree alignment. So you want to allow for more frequent and transparent communication that's going to keep everyone aligned with those shifting priorities and the new objectives and help everyone understand their connection and their critical role in helping the organization achieve those objectives. So this might look like maybe less frequent emails or less frequent big fancy reports and more real-time information and other ways to share information. For example, if your organization has everyone working remotely, I'd highly recommend video calls or video recordings or Zoom calls or even audio voicemails or things like that as ways to communicate information right now, as opposed to just sending a blast email or a blast newsletter. People need to connect and you can help lead your organization through deeper ways of connection to provide more real-time information. A perfect example of this is what PMI is doing and their new CEO, uh, Sunil, is doing right now and has been doing. He's been doing a lot of videos and emails and more communication, even posting things on social media and doing a lot more frequent and just-in-time communication with the stakeholder community of people that engage in PMI and their resources. And I think it's helping people really connect to him as a business leader and helping them feel like they're being heard he's taking inputs and feedback in fact i spent time talking to him at the pmi pmo symposium and had a great conversation he's really connecting with people and that is a great model for business leaders right now and so these are suggestions that you can make to help business leaders and you yourself connect with your team find ways to make sure that you're not just adding to their inbox or adding a bunch of reports nobody's going to read i'm not saying you don't want to have your dashboards, your reports, you need information in a structured way so that it can be understood and acted upon. Just make sure what you do focus your energy on is just that something that can be acted on. All information you provide should drive actions and decisions and create connectedness. And that's an important role you guys can play. So here's the bottom line, PMO leaders, impact drivers, Your goal, your imperative is to become invaluable. The secret to success for PMOs during and beyond a crisis is to become an invaluable strategic asset for the organization. The outcome focused PMO naturally thrives in chaotic times as well as times of stability by intuitively targeting areas of opportunity to create need based solutions that business leaders count on to deliver on their commitments to their customers, investors, and employees. These immediate action steps that I'm suggesting you take right now will become a catalyst of its own, showing the value and the impact a PMO can have on moving an organization forward in the worst of times, as well as the best of times. So thank you so much for your time and your attention today. I hope this has given you some ideas to think about, some things to brainstorm, some opportunities to pivot your PMO to drive even more value in your organization and really embrace the role of strategy navigator that you absolutely can and should have as a PMO driving impact for organizations. Thank you so much, Impact Driver, for being a part of today's episode. And if you want more great content, resources, support from me, I am here for you inside the Impact Inner Circle community. We have a private community and forum where you can ask me all kinds of questions. And of course, we have the training and assessments and templates and project management framework that's PMBOK aligned and all the things you need to help you and your team Get really outcome focused and make an even bigger impact with your PMO and projects. Make sure you check it out at pmostrategies.com forward slash membership. I really hope to see you in there. Thank you for being a part of my community and have a high impact day. Bye bye for now.